0: Hi friends welcome to possibility realm with my new thanks for joining me on another episode i am super excited to spend this time with you if you haven't done so please subscribe so you will be the first to get new episodes today i have what you really need to hear so stay with me are you that person who is super kind to others you say the nicest words to them you go the extra mile to care for those in need but you find it hard to say one kind word to yourself. You find it hard to also accept a compliment or do things to care for yourself. If we are being honest, we know it is easier to recognize, point out, and criticize ourselves. Even if we do say words of criticism or judgment to other people, which I do not encourage, by the way it is usually in a mild version than the harsh mean words we internalize when it has to do with us. It takes real courage and strength to respond to our vulnerabilities with compassion. But we can do this, right? Absolutely. That is what I want us to talk about today, the practice of self-compassion. Few years ago, I had an awakening moment to self-compassion. It happened when I walked into a room There were a handful of students in there everything seemed normal like they were waiting for an instructor three people were in a corner chatting one person's head was buried in her phone possibly typing a text message who knows another was staring at a computer perhaps watching a video slowly i moved my gaze to another area and spotted a lady who had silent tears running down her cheeks at that moment I could see that she was suffering in some ways because those tears did not look like happy tears to me. It was more like an indication of someone in pain, hurting within and can't hold the tears in. Instantly, I was moved to be there for her in her moment of suffering and find out what I could do to help if she would let me. As I began walking close to her, I heard a monologue within me. What do you think you are doing? She doesn't need your help. What if you end up making her more uncomfortable? You are not good enough to handle the situation. What if you end up making her more uncomfortable? You are not good enough to handle the situation. At that moment, I froze in my tracks. I did not proceed to do what I had planned. Why couldn't I just go over to her and act on the good intention I had? The answer, my friend, is simple. In that moment, my own suffering stopped me. It might not be visible like the tears rolling down the girl's cheeks. Mine was internal. It was that oppressive, judgmental, internal voice. The voice that stops even the loveliest intention. That was the moment I fully came to understand that compassion has to start with you offering it to yourself. Compassion is the concern we feel for another person's well-being and the actions we take to relieve the suffering. Don't confuse it with sympathy and empathy because we tend to use the words interchangeably. But it is important to understand how compassion is different from the other two in order to practice it on others and ourselves. Sympathy is when you see someone suffering and you say, I am sorry you are hurting then walk away with empathy you see someone in pain you feel what it's like to be in that person's position you put yourself in that person's shoes and feel the pain with them when practicing compassion you see a suffering feel it and do what you can to relieve the suffering in other words compassion ends with actions it goes beyond thoughts and feelings my friend the best example i can used to explain the difference is this jesus christ was the word in the beginning with god he saw the suffering of mankind he came down to earth by birth and experienced living like humans felt rejection felt pain just like humans then he died to take away our suffering and create a bridge to the heavenly father i hope that makes sense to you you can also be that person suffering like i said Jesus died to take our sufferings, so why should you continue living in internal criticism and condemnation, being hard on yourself? You see, my friend, our internal suffering comes from internalized criticism and judgment. Our redemption from this suffering comes through love and acceptance. In my encounter with the girl I talked about earlier, I was aware of her suffering. I felt it. I even saw myself in her at a time when I was in so much pain that I couldn't stop myself from crying in a room full of people. However, I did not go a step further to help her because I was suffering internally. I was suffering in fear. The fear of failure, inadequacy, the feeling of discouragement stopped me. So I needed to extend compassion to myself first This is one reason why self-compassion is very important. We have to help ourselves first in order to effectively help others. Here is how to move from internal criticism and judgment to demonstrating love and acceptance to ourselves and others. The first thing to do is to recognize that there is an inner voice within you which fosters self-criticism, self-doubt, distrust, and undermine your positive feelings this voice was born during early life experiences the events that shaped your abilities words spoken by people which you internalized we are going to talk more on the various types of the inner critic in the next episode for now just know it is important to acknowledge that this voice is within you and will magnify perceived inadequacy and failure look at the opening story The voice magnified that i was not capable of helping the lady and that if i went ahead to help her i would fail and thereby make the situation worse secondly after you've recognized the presence of this voice the next thing to do is to pay attention to what the voice is saying if you are not aware of what it is saying how are you going to gain back your power over it so my friend be conscious of the dialogue Not from the position of judgment, but from the place of an observer. You are not in argument with it. You are just being aware of what it is saying. Third, consciously respond with love. Now that you are aware of what the voice is saying to you, you can choose to let it limit you by obeying what it says or you choose to respond in love. If I had set out to help the girl, what would be a loving response? Is it for me to say, you are right, I am stupid. What was I thinking? She won't listen to me. I don't have the right words to help her. Then I walk away. Or would it be, I say, I may not know what I'm going to say to her, but I know she is hurting and I will be there for her in her moment of distress. I will assist her in whatever way she needs help within my abilities. To move from judgment and criticism to acceptance and love, you have to use empowering words to counteract the message the inner critic sends to you. What you tell yourself after the criticism is very important. It can build you or break you. It can help you take control of the situation or hand over control to the inner critic. When you recognize that it is just a voice, you can intentionally decide to take its directives or take action in the direction of your interests. Whatever you do, remember the principle here is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. In your decisive moment, use this as a guideline. Let love lead. I would like to hear from you. How is your relationship with your inner critic? And how do you create a shift in an encounter with the inner critic? Share your knowledge, struggles, strategies, and questions with me. It is always a joy to hear from you. Also, please subscribe to this podcast and stay connected with me on social media. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them. Above all, don't forget, anything is possible if you believe. So, my friend, keep believing. I will see you next time. Until then, peace and love.